My, this is the good bit. Is it? Yeah. Well, you see, as for me, because I, I still got my whiskey from last night because I was driving. <laughs> I know, but I enjoyed it. It was very nice. And the mm. only the only thing is, I I could tell the difference between the whiskeys uh, <laughs> before, before I tried them. So that's actually scurring me when I had all three of them, and uh, you know th they were blank labeled. And before he even told us what the were, I says that has to be the new one because I haven't smelled that smell before. It's sort of the memory goes into your head. The memory goes into your head, and I knew I hadn't tried that Copeland uh, Master Blend or whatever it's called. Uh, can I show the pre-record of Paul then? Can I? Yes. Put it on. Oh, can I show the food first? <laughs> yeah, enough of it. <laughs> while, this, while Paul was talking for an, over an hour, uh, we got these lovely canapes. The fig one was my favourite one. Uh, I don't think it's in the picture because, because, oh, you, I, I, I swipe the menu. You have the menu. They, they were delicious. They Beef were delicious. carpaccio with white truffle aloe. They, they, um, they, they, they were they, they, salmon. They, 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 they were delicious. Anyway, here's here's Paul telling us all about Belfast Whiskey Week before we go in depth with with, with them in about uh, seven minutes time. So we've kept it to nine days. Uh, we've kept it completely uh, virtual. The entire thing is streamed um, using an online platform, which we've uh, which we've helped design, and we have something like two hundred and sixteen hours worth of content. But, like, those numbers might not sound like a lot, but that's nine full days of two 12-hour simultaneous streams. Uh, it makes it the largest whiskey festival in the world. That's a fact. And the fact that it's based here in Belfast is something uh, which I'm very proud of. Um, we are working with roughly 60, 65 different whiskey brands from around the world. So we've got brands from Australia, brands from America, Canada, uh, across Europe, Scotland, uh, and obviously here in Ireland. In fact, we're only missing, out of all the brands in Ireland, we're actually only missing four of them. So that says a lot about how important the Irish whisky uh, brands, the distilleries, find this festival and what they want to use the festival for and how they can get out to different markets. We have been, I said headhunted, and I, I definitely should say that, by two of the largest um, malt, um, independent malt uh, bottlers. Uh, from Scotland, so both the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, who are, uh, who are a global brand, uh, contacted us to be involved in the festival and saw the festival being something that they want to be part of, as well as Douglas Lanes, who again would be deemed as probably one of the biggest, you know, the biggest independent bottlers in Scotland. We're now at 95. Potentially, we could be at 100 events by the time this kicks off properly, but we're at 95 events, and that's 95 whiskey tastings. That's not including other events on top of that, which I really should you know, talk about how many events there are. It's 95 whiskey tastings. And then we've got debates and Q&A sessions. Uh, we've got uh, music, which have been pre-recorded by artists around the country, uh, same with comedians. Uh, and it's just a, it, it is a festival. We want people to experience that. Now it's done virtually this year. We've made it a hybrid event. So we've tried to, we've done the whole thing to be virtual. You know that, that that's probably the easy part. The, the hard part is then to try and create that hybrid um, environment. It's lovely to have a partnership here with uh, Hastings. Uh, they're one of the, the partners of the, the festival, and so this year's a little bit more interesting because we've got the use of some of the hotels, and people can come and stay here uh, and be part of the festival. So we're opening up venues, and the venues are being risk assessment for COVID restrictions, and we're making that happen. So we're very excited to welcome people to some of the venues and allow them to come and experience the festival. It takes a lot of work to create such a, an online event. Most participants will get what you have here, which is an introduction pack. They'll have three whiskies and they'll get a glass. It's a you know, Belfast Whiskey Week brandy glass. We also have a secondary glass, which I didn't bring because I didn't want to bring it because it, no one knows what it looks like and it's been kept in the dark. And I didn't want to spoil that for anyone who's, who's bought into the, the festival. So, so at one point we've got to remember that whiskey in, a, in, in Northern Ireland specifically, not necessarily in the whole of Ireland, but Northern Ireland is the, is the biggest money maker. So you think of the shipyards, and everyone thinks it's the shipyards. And people think it's the, the, the linen or the, you know, or, you know, the flax. But it's not per head, per employee. 
whiskey makes more money. And that, that you know, and I, I'd like to see that industry coming back. I don't think it'll ever get to that peak. But it'd be nice to see it. There's no harm to Belfast at adopting something like this, a festival like this, and creating it as part of its culture. It is already, you know, it's already established itself through the, I suppose, through the whiskey world as being something very important. It'd be very nice for Belfast to understand how important that is, and the people of Belfast to understand how important it is. You know, we, we, what we want to do is bring back a legacy here that we had of whisky production. Belfast was one of the largest whisky producers in the world. At one point we were making more whisky here in Belfast specifically than the whole of Scotland's, uh, you know, industrialised whisky uh, making. And so what we have now is just a massive crop of distilleries popping up all over the place and it's absolutely beautiful to see. Um, it really has engaged um, the enthusiast, the whisky enthusiast, the whisky drinker, and you know what? We have some beautiful distilleries on our doorstep now. County Down specifically is no doubt, without shadow of a doubt, a whiskey capital. It, it is in, in akin to Isla. It has to be. It has to be known as you know uh, when it comes to territory and region. County Down must have its own region at some point. There's no doubt about that. There's more distilleries in, in County Down than there are in Dublin. That says it all. You know, and we're very lucky to have that. So we've got Hinge Distillery very close to us. We've got Eklundville <coughs> Distillery. Um, we've got Copeland Distillery. We've got the, the lads in Cologne. We've got more um, more in Dew. You know, we we're we're really you know we have so much. We're very lucky to have you know all these distilleries at our you know doorstep, as it were. And there, the the world of whiskey is changing. It's changing dramatically. Um, not only is Irish whiskey doing this in the markets, you know, but the, the, the consumer, the type of person that's drinking whiskey is not specifically, and, and we used this phrase last year, uh, oh sorry, 2019, I coined this phrase, this is my phrase quite specifically, <laughs> you know what I mean, and I thought it was real, you know, it's not just your dad's drink, you know what I mean, it's just not, it's just not your dad's drink anymore, and it's not, it, whiskey belongs to everybody, we all have different flavour profiles, we all like something different, some like savoury, some like sweet, and whisky allows that to happen. You know, we have thousands of whisky to choose from, thousands of flavour profiles. You know, and it is very much at that level of sophistication that it becomes a very, um, very refined drink that people need to explore and understand. You can still just drink away and not think about it and just be. It's just a whiskey. Why don't I just have a whiskey and have a drink? And that's important, as long as you like the taste of it. You know, don't drink it for the, the wrong reasons. But, you know, it is a whiskey, you know, it's a spirit, it's something that we can, I suppose as an enthusiast, I get passionate about, I get very passionate about. But the whiskey has, it just has more to it than just what we've got in our glass, you know. There you go. What about that? Uh, really passionate about it. And even says he's passionate, but you know he is. Yeah, talk, he is. Talk very well in that presentation. He, he, did, he did. He did, he did indeed. And uh, it was nice. He, he got filled up some questions. So a couple of quite awkward questions, and he batted them away. He was quite quite comfortable in doing them. They were indeed. What did what did you think of it yourself? It was good to get out and about because they obviously had cut the numbers right down. There was only twelve of us there in a, a very large room, you know. And that's uh, all we were allowed. Um, that under the COVID restrictions, that's 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 the the the, uh, the, the thing we're living in now. Whenever we were there, um, I we got these bottles. Now Justin drank all his last night. Marty saved his. So first one was Copeland. Then we had McConnell's. And then we had the dumbbells. And we got them in this rather fetching presentation pack. Which is the new one. Oops, hang on. The crack is back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, 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 very lovely. Very well done. Yeah. And, and that's basically what you you get at, at the entry level. But there's there's some fantastic offers on. I mean, 100, well, 95 different tastings, I, I believe, you know. Uh, yeah. A, a, a lot is involved in this, and people from all over the world. I wonder if Jody Burke and any anybody in Canada has picked up any of the uh, Belfast Whiskey Week stuff yet, because it, it's still open at the minute. Uh, it's we're st still ten days away, aren't we? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, and there's, I mean, there's loads of stuff going on. Um, I actually 
I've went through some of the the, the taste and some of the stuff that's, that is available, and I just saw tonight. I'll just I'll just bring this up here. Um, the Pierce Lionsman showcase. You get six samples uh, for forty quid. Um, I'm not even hundred percent sure what all the six samples from them would be, but I mean, seriously, whenever I've seen that, I left it out. I have an unopened bottle of that Pierce Lions, the Stunner's uh, Finder's Choice. It's, that's fabulous whiskey. The stuff that they've been doing down there for the last while is, is top quality stuff. Um, and their distillery is just absolutely beautiful if you ever get a chance to get down. And there's loads of stuff. There's um, What's the background there. of that P- Pierce Lions distillery then? Why are they so exceptional in your opinion, Marty? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you that's really exceptional. Pierce Lions was an Irish guy who went to Kentucky and made billions, but one day he came back and made whiskey and he bought uh, the old church, whatever church it is, down in, down in Dublin and converted it into the, really the most beautiful distillery you can imagine. Um, they were making whiskey off-site for a period of time and then installed their, their stills down there. So they, they have these their own spirit stuff um, and they kind of... They're one of these sort of smallish producers with big backing, and and that I thought that whiskey was absolutely something special because because of the flavour profiles that it goes through, it starts off with apples and ends up like coffee. <laughs> well, there's the man himself, Paul Hello. joins joins us now. Good evening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I listen. I you have a lot to answer for because I had to run Justin home last night. Justin had all those samples in him. He had Irish coffees in him. He was naked stuff. By the time he was going out, he was whistling, right? I had to listen to him trying to tour guide me back up to Carrick Fergus, right? I, I had to, at one point, I just screamed at him, please shut up. I don't care. Nobody cares any less what you're talking about. Only one. So it's your fault. <laughs> oh, listen, I can't apologise. I cannot apologise at all. We had great crack last night. It was great fun. Um, was good. Really, I really enjoyed my. I really enjoyed myself at the launch of the the festival last night with the with, with the the journalists and the like. Oh, no, it was great crack. So I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, Justin. I'm glad you got full with the <laughs> good food and the good samples. Um, oh, I, I like the Europa Hotel. I like I like the uh, Europa Hotel. You know, I like I like the top observation deck and the other one even better. You know, in the Grand Central. Yeah, well, I, I I think the Europa does the best breakfast. Of, of and probably any hotel that I've ever in is fabulous. All the stuff's top quality, and they always have a bottle of Bush Mills just in case you want, just in case you need a hair of the dog in the morning. A fair, a fair interest from the journalists getting really some good coverage in like the Belfast Telegraph uh, for Belfast Whiskey Week. It grew out of the, the, the Belfast Whiskey Club, didn't it? It did, uh, which Paul runs as well. I mean, he's, he's extremely busy, uh, and last year he had lots of plans to do hosting stuff and obviously COVID hit and knocked it all away and very quickly just like that he changed it and it was a massive hit maybe in part thanks to COVID who knows because every a lot of people had access to it that would never have had access to it he was saying last night that there's something like 70 boxes being sent to Argentina yeah I'm pretty sure you can get them in Canada Jordy if you yeah, sign you up can. You, you can send everywhere you know there's yeah. there's prices for for all countries and charities throughout the world I mean yeah. uh Argentina is particularly big for Irish whiskey because I, I do know they, they follow us on Instagram and they usually click and, and like everything every week well to go, just to bore you with tour guide and stuff the way you did with me last night uh, Argentina has the largest Irish immigrant population of any known English-speaking country in the world so there you go. But right. uh, yeah, so that's probably why there's as much interest there. But Paul said last night that there are states in America that are getting as many boxes as people in Ireland are getting. So it's a global thing. And, and probably <laughs> in part, that's thanks thanks to the COVID. That, that's a bit like us, Paul. We're saying about there's nearly as many people in America signed up as people in Ireland. We, we have as many podcast listeners in India as we have in Ireland. <laughs> Wow. Uh, what about this mystery glass that you're bringing out? What's it all about? I uh, can't be telling anyone any of that malarkey. Hinge distillery. Look at that. Hinge. Have you been to Hinge yet? Anyone been to Hinge? I've been, I was, in, I've been in Hinge, yes. I was in I was in a Hinge last year before don't, it don't finished. Me 
so this this guy's when you do the hinge distillery tasting, right? Now I thought to myself, it's absolutely gorgeous that uh, distillery. But I yeah. thought to myself, when they showed me this, I was blown away, right? So one is we uh, it's supposed to keep your skin cool. You know, you put a wee bit of water in here. Yeah. And you're on your summer holidays and you're blowing it, right? But it's just whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty, pretty cool. It is pretty. This is, guys. You look like you're, you're a vaping. You look like you're vaping. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. I'm going to be walking down the street going. <laughs> and everybody going. Everybody going. Is that a sherry cast finish? <laughs> I, actually, I, actually, I actually cheated. I put the apricot brandy uh, two stacks cast strength in here just for the crack. Jesus. I really do don't put it near a negative flame. <laughs> <laughs> That's like napalm. <laughs> I, I I just uh, have the I have the first cut the complex one here. Um yes. what, what, what was that? Uh that's only forty that's only forty three percent. Uh you need this is cash strength. This comes in at crazy, crazy, crazy o'clock. It's like sixty seven percent or so. I have the distillers cut about there somewhere and that's like sixty eight and a half or something. Oh, it's mad. It's madness. But see 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 the um I mean, just just the smell of this, right? But it's, it's you could you just leave it on and see in the room. But I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, it's like perfume. I'm like, ah, yeah. I, I I could see the young guys spraying that oh, on down down the club, you know. Come get me, girls. And listen, see if you see if you you know once you've sprayed yourself, you've got a shot of whiskey in here. Look, <laughs> I unscrew that. Naked. Oh, happy days. Happy days. Listen. You you were kind enough to invite me on tonight. I, I suppose you didn't want to just talk about uh, perfume and, uh, and and loads of brands that I have in front of me, but you probably want to talk about the whiskey week, which is really kind of you guys. Because to be honest, you know, people like yourself, given the the festival, the time of day, I really appreciate it. I really do. I think it's absolutely fabulous. So thank you. I think I think what you've done. Uh, I mean, in three years. I mean, this is this is the third year. Yeah. It's just remarkable. And. I mean, I, I mentioned, I said that last year you you had the plans to 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 do live events, to do thing, and obviously COVID just kicked that out. But probably in some ways that benefited you because you were able to go online and get it worldwide on a, a scale that you probably couldn't have done before, otherwise. Yeah, and do you know what, thousand percent. And you know, we went from we went from five hundred unique users two thousand and nineteen, you know, in physical events in Belfast to. A thousand ish, um, you know, unique users from around the world. So mm-hmm. uh, our actual our actual numbers, um, yeah, I mean, easily seventy five percent of the of, of 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 the users last year were from outside of Belfast, you know, mm-hmm. and and at least half of them from outside of Ireland. So yeah, I mean, predominantly America and Australia, um, Canada. Now we've been America, asked a question, Paul, about Canada. Jordy Burke is saying, wish we could get some of the samples in Canada. Uh, and he, he's saying that Canadian customs, customs and excise really suck, especially for liquor. I mean, you haven't had any problems getting stuff to Canada, have you? We've, we've never had any problems going to Canada. I think what we have had going to Canada, so if we're going to, if we're going to be very honest, there's, there's there's real rules. You have to be you have to be playing by the rules. I mean, you don't want to mess about with, with people's no. taxations. But what you have to do as the consumer as well is understand that there is a level of risk and at the same time always declare what's coming to you as well. So like when we put the stuff out to Canada, we just you know, we follow the rules and it's really up to the Canadian customs to make sure that they're also doing that their right job as well. So um we have I mean you talk about India. That's really interesting. Out of all the countries in the world that you know to, to get liquid into, um, that probably is one of the toughest. It probably yeah. is probably one of the toughest. And I think that you know, you know, we again we, we would follow the rules, and I think it's really up to the local customs um, officials to to take that what we are telling them and what is being told by the recipient. You know that they have to they have to have a bit of uh, common sense about them. So yeah, yeah look, Canada. We've not had a problem, and we've got the we've got some lovely connections in Canada, um, who 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 help us out and you know do some do some work within the festivals itself. So we've been very lucky, but yeah, it's great to have, really great to have people from outside of Ireland, getting to understand all these Irish whiskey brands, getting to understand what Belfast is about, you know what the crack is here, yeah. what what we're about, and um and we just look. I suppose the long term goal because of this 
you know, COVID malarkey and putting us online and letting us do our things virtually is to make sure that people can come here. Like for, yeah. for, 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 for when they want to, for when they, they feel that they're capable and when they believe that they can turn up, let them come here, let them come and experience Belfast. So um, you know, this year, 95 events, that's 95 whiskey tastings, you know, and and and, and, and I, on top of that, we've got debates and Q&A sessions, which people will want to listen to. So we've got a debate surrounding uh, Potchin, debate about, you know, terroir, for example, sake. there'll be Q&A sessions on different parts of the industry. So, you know, Q&A session on barrel programming, uh, cast managements, um, lot, lots of things that, you know, and here, and I suppose a Q&A session on how big is the Irish whiskey industry getting? Yeah, and, and can and can it take on again at some point, Scotch? So there's I, lots I read, of conversations there. You know, I read a, a report there not that long ago that said in ten years it's going to be bigger than Scotch whiskey. No, yeah, well, do you know, do you it, know what? It has I lots think, of potential, but let's be realistic. It has it, some heap of distance to cover in ten years. It's not just the distance. I think what I mean. I had a blunt conversation with someone today, and I made it quite clear. Like people get really angsty about their their whiskies you know and i think at the moment we've we've only got a couple of distilleries with their own whiskey and we know what it tastes like yeah. and i i've said to people do you know what with the 30 distilleries that we might have at the moment who are only maybe in in year one or maybe month one production um that these guys have got 30, 40 years to go before we, we expect great things. Why would we expect great things? Why why do people expect something amazing straight away? I mean, the Scottish distilleries that we're talking about have had hundreds of years, some yeah. of them, to, to perfect what they've got. Bush Mills is 400 years in the making. It's not it's not a couple of days. It's not a couple of years. And, and, and the traditions that are being kept on uh, by IDL and the guys and Jimison and the the green spots and the uh, red breasts of the world, the, the yeah. Midlands. The, the, these are tried and tested formulas. The, the new distilleries are coming through, and will take time to give us the perfect liquid. So, you know, we are miles away from Scotland, miles Absolutely. and miles, miles and miles. But it's based on the fact that they've had a long time to to get to that level. I mean, a lot of people. This, whenever we were, there was a the Q and A last night, I think there was a couple of guys there that weren't appreciating the likes of cask finishing. The cost that's involved in getting good sherry cask these days is unbelievable. You're, I mean, it's, it's thousands of pounds per, for 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 yeah. a top quality cask, and people don't appreciate this. They think, oh, well, it's a sherry cask finish. The Bush Mills have. Centuries, if you like, of connections with people buying cherry casks. Some new guy who's only opening up with the stuff really trying to do that has has real difficulty sourcing. Oh, there we go. Ah, it's, it's, you know what you know it's like. You know those uh, spray things you get in the, the the air fresheners and the. <laughs> and the you go. What, what was that? You got to somebody's house. And, <laughs> that's what. That's exactly what. I was just like, I want a drink, but I don't yeah. want to be rude. Oh, absolutely. Well, listen, Mark Stevenson has come in with a very good thing. He says, if the Scottish okay. whiskey industry stood still, we might start to catch up, but they aren't going to sit on their laurels, so 10 years is unrealistic. Yeah, I yeah, think that so. Mark makes a very good point there, because yeah. actually, I mean, we, you know, we are in a position whereby we're starting to move. We're moving. The Irish whiskey yeah. you know, industry is moving. But do you know what? The fact that it's the fact that it's such a long way away from being anywhere close to Scottish whiskey must be the biggest positive. Because surely the growth of Irish whiskey, the trajectory, should just be going up and up and up and up and it should be. And, and it should be. And you know? but I, I on I kind of have a this mixed feeling about where we are just at the minute with the Irish whiskey in that we're in a very sort of weird position where we've got an explosion of different whiskey brands, different whiskey distilleries, all young, exciting stuff. But we are, we do have this gap to overcome, this gap to get between yeah. the, the opening and when they get to their quality spirit that is good enough to stand up against Scotland. And let's be honest, there's, a, there's a, thousands of new distilleries opening up all over the world. 
not very many of them have the brand recognition that Ireland and Scotland have. So we, we were so close. I mean, I can see it from my house that you have that competition and you don't have a long, long way for Ireland to get to where Scotland is. But Scotland don't need to, better not rest in their laurels because because if they do, they will get superseded by all the competition that's coming. I mean, one thing last night, the guy asked about emerging markets. I didn't mention England. There's lots and lots of good whiskey compared to You know what? <laughs> you know what? We, we didn't mention England. And you know what? It's a shame because... It was nil-nil. It was nil-nil, Paul. <laughs> yes. It was nil-nil. <laughs> yes. Get in there, boys. Oh, <laughs> yes. And a very exciting nil-nil draw. <laughs> if Scotland had... I tell you this. If Scotland had a world-class striker, we'd be dangerous. We'd be yeah. dangerous. We've been nicking, we've been nicking wins all over the place. Um, I can, we can still qualify. We just need a, a good, a, a good drubbing against uh, the Croatians. A but, good, no, I a think... good brown envelope, a good brown envelope, <laughs> and you're flying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like in terms of the, the English distillers, we have we have Cotswold Distillery as part of the. You know, we will represent the Cotswold Distillery's whiskey at the the festival, and that's interesting because out of all the distilleries in England. That have you know you know have been around for some have been around for a little while actually and they've been producing spirit, but actually I think the Cotswold whiskey is really good, and I think that's interesting because a lot of people would be like, ah, it's English whiskey, mm, a bit dubious, yeah. not too sure about that. Cotswold whiskey, spot on, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm like, well, I mean, if we have maybe in England just now. I think it's circa twenty distilleries, give or take. I think it's slightly and, more than that. I think yeah, well, more. yeah. Well, well, there you go. I mean, you know that that's that's incredible. And yeah. if they get their, if they get the, the the if they get it right, if they get the product right, sure. Why wouldn't they be an emerging whiskey market? Absolutely. And they've never had heritage. England have not had a whiskey heritage. They've not no. had that. They don't have anything like that. Uh, and we've got new stuff happening in Wales as well. I mean, yeah. we're aware of Pender, and I mean that's just something that's been around for for a little while now, and they've done well. But we've got some new guys. We, we, mm-hmm. We're going to again represent. Um, we've got Aber Falls. I think I'm sure it's actually called Aber Falls, isn't it? And that's run by the the Hillwood Group. Um, I want to make sure that is Aber Falls. Someone, someone, will check that <laughs> one just it, in case it's it, not. Think it <laughs> yeah, I think it is Aber Falls. And then the other one is a company called Mallows. Yeah. And, and again, that's uh, that's going to be very interesting. They actually represent both of them are represented at the at the festival this year. So, um, yeah, see, Mallows is a very interesting concept. It's not necessarily at the moment Welsh whiskey per se. Yeah. But it is whiskey. Interesting. Mm. Well, here's it's, the thing. Scotland and Ireland have their their, their PGA product, and which is very good. It gives you brand recognition, but it is limiting. Whereas England and Wales and all these other places, they can they they can make whiskey totally differently. They can they that's that's like the Wild West certainly. In in the US, there's loads of new stuff happening. We we t- yeah. interviewed um, the Tagamine guys, the guy from uh, Honkaku, who's this new Koji. Um, Fermenta, oh, he still has a bit of it. It's really he didn't drink out last night whenever you come home pissed. <laughs> no, Paul was very kind to give me the Copeland. Uh, no, well, the thing is, they have this totally new style of whiskey, and there's a lot guys are going to start imagining things that Scotland can't do and Ireland yeah. can't do, and who knows where that's going to lead, you know? Yeah, I oh, know you're, you're, you're spot, you are spot on there. No, and listen, the I suppose, I suppose the festival. You know, we we kind of we kind of want to see that. We want to see all these stuff. Look, I mean, I I'm a champion of of Irish whiskey. You know, I want to see Irish whiskey yeah. succeeding, and I want to see it doing well because actually, in the main, I, I what I've what I've drunk from the Irish whiskey industry. You know, be it uh, the you know be it the Bush Mills or be it the Cooley or be it the you know the 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 IDL brands, the Middletons and the Jemisons and the the, the Redbreast, and now the Dingles and the. Yeah, I mean, certainly uh, stepping away at some of the new uh, Ecklenville product, yeah. and then I got again looking at these pot chains that are emerging, you know, within the, the uh, within the industry. That there's there's a lot there's a lot going on, a lot of beautiful yeah. taste. So, so so we want to see that. We're going to champion that. You guys will champion that. You'll Funny enough, I've got Dingle on the radio show on Monday because they won a lot of awards over in, in England there in London yeah. there. Wow, you know, so they're on the show. 
but I see, uh, I see Tony Sillett has asked a question there. Does Spain really sell their old season sherry casks or keep them for themselves? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of debate about this. Um the likes of Bush Mills have had decades and decades of contacts of buying sherry casks direct from Hareth. Um Eckenville, well, we all I mean Paul, you'll back me up on this. They pay top dollar for their their casks. That's that's they do. I mean, and they want to be, they want to be, they want to be a sherry house, a bit like Glendronic. They want to be this, they want to be known as the sherry house of of, of Irish whiskey. And here, they ain't far away with all those expressions they have already from the The single cask, single cask stuffs. Do you know what? We have a a secret and we haven't told anyone about it. Should I release (laughs) it on this show? Yes, Paul. You know hold the glass. Hold the glass up. Glass. I want to see the shape of the glass. I haven't <laughs> got the glass. I don't have any. I don't have any product. You stole it all on me. Uh, I don't have any product. Um, but no. And that here, I'm not going to talk about that or glass. <laughs> you thought I was going to talk about that. There's more. T- there's more secrets. Um, something we've not talked about. We talked. We've talked about our we've got four releases this year. Um, yeah. So, so I talked about how impressive this is. Yeah. Having Macmira coming on board and giving us. A, a bottling, so it's a ten-year-old um, Swedish single malt, um, which they're, which they're given from Macmira, which I think is pretty impressive. Yeah, um, to have a, an age statement malt. Uh, Boan are giving us um, a blend, but it's a blend which is being finished off in Scottish whiskey barrels. So I thought that was really interesting. That's a nice wee nod. Yeah, says he says to me, and I'm like. That's very kind of you, Matthew. Very kind. <laughs> and, and then we've got the lads at Cologne are giving us, um, well, let's just say it's a spirit from the north. And um, and yeah, it's over 12 years. Well, I think it's about it's about 12 years old, but, it's, you know, so it's give or take. Does it uh, say it on the label or can we expect more <laughs> black bar- Black, know, black, black it all out. Black murder tip X. Sharpie, but it's um, but it's cast, it's a cast strength. So it's a cast strength, and then the fourth bottling that we have is from Mecklenville Distillery, and it is a Dunvals, and it is a single cask, and it so that no one knows this yet. This is the first time I'm talking about this. So we have got the single cask, cast strength, twelve year old, the last. 12 year old cast strength PX from Dunville's to be released. The last. The last one. The last one. Uh, right, what, so, what, what pack's that in? Hang on. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's in good luck getting the bleep, 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 bleep bottle. Good luck. Because yeah. I think that I think that we, we, the 12 year old cast strength, to, to put this into perspective for everyone who doesn't know this. The twelve-year-old cast strengths from uh, Donville's sell out within within less than three minutes. I think the last one was a three-minute sellout. The one before yeah. that was about six, seven minutes. The one before that again, the the twelve-year-old cast strengths sell out like that. So the fact yeah. that the fact that we have it for our festival, you know, we're very, very privileged, very, very proud to to, to have that. Um, it comes in its own wee tube, festival uh, Belfast Whiskey Week festival tube, and again, mm-hmm. it's, its own single casking. So I think it's a uh, Knowing that it's the last one, because yeah. they're because they're they're concentrating on these very very much older, you know, eighteen year old, nineteen year old, and twenty year old uh, single casks uh, going forward, and this being the last twelve year old single cask, I just think is great, and I'm yeah. very very pr- privileged. I'm glad that I, first time I've talked about it. I haven't talked about it to anyone. I I um, I, I, I don't know why I'm telling you. I don't even know why I'm telling you. I'm emotional by it. I'm just I'm excited by it. Not right. I really. I, Honestly, I think the Dunville single cask stuff is just, it's, I mean, it's f- absolutely superb. It really is. Unreal. It really is. So I'm and, back somewhere. Oh, yes. That's what, that's why you're telling this, because that, that, that's in the bloodstream. Do you remember whenever you were a kid? Do you remember whenever you were a kid? You used to do the, the beer. Somebody said, oh, if you put a thing on it, you do that, and you get drunk really quick. One tonne of beer, and you were drunk. This, is, oh, this oh, must God. be going straight into it. This is like the, this is like the um, Kevin and Perry movie. Intravenous, intravenous. Uh, through the eyes. Through the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like COVID, it's just infecting me. <laughs> Don't even. Uh, uh, no. No, like, you know what? So like we have got some really oh, it's really interesting mm. things at the festival. We, we we've done really well. We you know, we we 
I would have to go and check the figures, but I know for a fact, as of tonight, we have approximately, I think it was, I think it was just shy of 400 unique users so far signed up to the to the festival. So that's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. What platforms um, are on, Paul? Is what, what yeah, we created our own, we created our own platform. So we've literally created our own. Um, it, it'll be it, it's very it's very versatile. You can use it on your phone or your or your iPad or your your, your laptop, or you could put it on your TV. Uh, if you put it on your TV, it absolutely looks absolutely fantastic. But it just it is its own platform. It's a you know it's a place where you can come and actually go into different zones. So to give you an idea, we, we will you will see this. I mean, you'll be able to see this once you've if you've if you've purchased a ticket, um, you'll be asked to go online and and actually sign into the, the actual platform probably by Friday of next week, I think, or Friday of this week. So we're in a people are getting emails out this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, to ask you to sign into the platform. Uh, when you do, you'll be able to explore it. But you know, and it will be ready. Uh, there'll be a lot of content just, be, you know, every day there's content just going on to that uh, platform. Uh, but it's, you know, it's very easy to use. Someone like yourself, Justin, it will say front bar. That'll be our first, you know, our, our live stream. And uh, number one, front bar, click on that. And for 12 hours during the day, you can watch all the tastings. You click on the back bar, it's the same. You know, it's just a different venue. So, you know, front bar is going to be the Duke of York. Back bar is going to be maybe it's the the Garrick or it's Madden's mm -hmm. or it's you know so you, you can watch them all no matter what package you've bought basically yes oh listen we're not gonna we're not gonna stop people from watching all of the the, the shows in fact what we, in fact we encourage people there's a if you if you don't even want to be, you know take part with the alcohol with the whiskeys that are being donated by the distilleries then don't worry about that you can actually get yourself a, a, a nosy pass I call it the nosy pass but it's called the white pass cost six quid. But for six for six quid, you're getting two hundred and sixteen hours worth of content. You're getting the opportunity to come and watch all of this information, dissect it for for the next six months. Not even Jim Davison does it for that price. <laughs> Listen, do you know what? It is the it is it is the cheapest whiskey festival that is you know of of its size. There's no doubt about that. I mean, not to name and name and shame people, but some people charging you know twenty odd pound a ticket for. For, for just to come and watching a couple of shows, I find very irritating. Um, so I find this, you know, what we designed designed this was well. Do you know what? We need to cut. We need to cost it somehow. It can't just be a free event. That wouldn't be very fair on um, on the actual brands themselves. And for the people purchasing the other tickets, it wouldn't be necessarily fair. But a little six pound token to come and witness what's happening and get involved and talk to people because you know what we've actually created something very interactive. It's a place where Justin, you can you know you can go on and you can create your your own profile. You can have your wee picture on there, and you can have like all your links to all your social media accounts. You know, if you own a business, if you own like you know, um, I suppose a blog or something, you can put all that information on there. And then you know, there's Marty. Marty he logs on. He's like, oh, you know what, that Justin fellow looks interesting. I'll message him, see what he's all about. Maybe we hook up. So if you're in the same country. Do you know, it's going to allow people to tap into each other's networks. You know, people who are in India, for example, sake, if you've got 50, 60, 100 people from India, well, they can all network themselves, you know, and yeah. get, get to know each other. And we've got a, a positive grouping in, uh, in Argentina, lots of positive groupings across the States, positive groupings in places like Germany and Sweden and you know, Australia. These are different groupings of people who can all communicate to, with each other, you know. Uh, Paul, you can't see that. it, but One sure. Guy, Sean McLaren has says sounds like Balamina prices. <laughs> that, that must be some Fair form way. of racism or sectarianism or <laughs> gender identityism or something. I'm no, listen, that, that's very reasonable access yeah, for somebody that wants to look in. Yes, it, it is. But of course, at the other extreme, you're paying big money, but you're getting some serious whiskey for that money. Yeah, I mean, look, or, 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 I mean, if people want to go on and have a look at the website, it's pretty simple. It's BelfastWhiskeyWeek.com. It will show you every event. So there's, at the moment, listed somewhere around 95 events. That mm -hmm. probably will increase to about 100 before, before the, the tickets stopped, uh, stopped selling. So the tickets go on sale two days ago. They went on sale two days ago, and they will stop selling, I believe, on the 15th of July. It's the last day you can purchase the tickets, the 15th of July. But those tickets... Um, over half of them have been sold. 
already. So what I would say yeah. is half of them sold out within the space of uh, 24 hours. Well done to, 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 to people buying the tickets. But um, lots of those tickets will be at £15. And all, all the introduction uh, boxes from the distilleries are 15 quid. That's three uh, 50 mil samplings that have been donated by the distilleries and a glass. So a, a, so a really nice Irish whiskey tooth glass branded by Belfast Whiskey Week and three 50 mil samples for 15 quid. No offence, but that's cheaper than going into a bar and asking for three whiskies. Yep. That's a fact. Fact. Is. I mean, they, so, Glen Cairn glasses. So Glen Cairn glasses about a tenner if you're buying them. Yeah, you know, so it, I mean, look, I mean, here, you can, no, I'm, I, look, no, the, glass, the, glass, the glass is nearly free. I mean, we're, yeah. talking, about, we're talking about three 50 mil samples. If it was 50 mil samples in a bar, you know, for a fiver each, you, you just wouldn't get it. You just can't get it, and some of these uh, whiskies that have been donated are are more expensive than that. I mean, and just to give a shout out because it's not written down on the website at the moment. There's no information about each one of those sets, and for people that might be a bit frustrating. So I'm going to talk about that for a second. But one of those sets is McConnell's. McConnell's we know as a five year old blend. Yeah. But in their introduction set, and this is just to give you an idea, in the introduction set you have a five year old blend. And then you have two single malts. One of those single malts is a seventeen-year-old. So I mean, it's it's you know, for seventeen-year-old, we're getting it pretty damn cheap, <laughs> you know. And I'm thinking to myself, that that's pretty cool. But you know, we're going to update all of our packs to make sure that everyone knows what they're missing out on because that'd be fair now. But I think what we have a beautiful whiskey community who have a lot of blind faith, understand that what what we did last year, we put together some amazing packs. And again, this year, there's no doubt about that. We, yeah. We're 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 cracking open bottles of whiskey, you know, for for some of these night pre 1970s, pre 1980s tastings, uh, which are in their thousands. In the th- yeah. most most of the bottles are you know thousand odd pound. There's not a bottle in there less than you know a couple hundred quid. They're very cool. they're very expensive. Yeah. Um, and they're pre 19 and for for an Irish whiskey pre 1970s, I mean that's just mad. I mean people people collect these and put them in museums. Yeah, we're we're opening them. We're opening them. We're opening them. We're making sure people can taste them. You know what? And then we decide. You know what was it like back then? Was it any? Was it worth it? Are we better now? Are we better now? Is an interesting point. Well, I think uh, yeah. I mean, Scottish ones. I've been trying. I've been trying to tell people that you know, there's the even just in terms of flavor drift, just unintentional flavor drift. That that things have totally changed. I'm trying something from. The 1950s, 1960s, 70s, 80s. I mean, it's just a totally different, totally different product, totally different. To- no, my 100%, totally different product. And do you know what? The, most of these ones from that, that period, the, the, the pre-70s or the pre-80s in Scotland, they're mothballed distilleries. They're yeah. gone. You know, that they're, they're gone. They're, you're not going to see, you're not going to see the likes. And the I think with the 1980s Scotch ones, I mean... The majority of them are single malt. Um, majority of them are single malts. Majority of them might even be cast strength, but there, there, there's a lot of them there that you'll never even have heard of the distillery because they've been gone for so long. And it's yeah. nice to, you know, it's nice to go back into that period in history and tasting what it was about. I mean, last year was beautiful insofar as that we had those types of tastings. We had um, with two ninety, uh, two Irish ones and one Scotch, and this year we've gone again two Irish. And this time we've increased the Scotch to two. But you know what? There's not many people doing this. There's not no. many people doing that type of tasting. And we, we think that the whiskey community deserve that type of tasting, that they can come and have that opportunity. And the cost is not ridiculous. You know them. So, you know, so, you know, it's not, it's, it's really not ridiculous. You know, I mean, honestly, you see, whenever you start going into the, the collectible stuff, and, and pe- this is the only time people will get to taste this. Let's be yeah, honest. Much, it's yeah. the only time they'll get to taste it because. The way Irish whiskey prices are going, or Scotch whiskey prices are going in terms of collectability, two years from now, people will look back and say, Christ, that bottle, that bottle is, it was a thousand pounds then, it's 15 grand now. Yeah, and, there's that. I mean, you know that. Well, we're, we're, I mean, for example, you know, for example, say this year we'll, we'll open we'll open a, a 1951 Nepal Castle, so that'll be getting drunk. I think at the moment it's 55. I think it's fifty-five euros um, a, yeah, a shot. A 50, mm-hmm. 50, am I right? Fifty-five euros a measure or something, and somewhere. No, sorry, 
Well, that's it's a lot. That's more than that. That's 175 euros. Right, so I was sitting there thinking, I thought sorry, you were going to say, I thought you were going to say it's 5,500 a bottle. I was going to say, no, no, well, sorry, the mer- no, the, sorry, hold on. I want to, I, I need to check. Yeah. I think it's 175 pounds a shot in yeah. the merchant in Belfast. Mm-hmm. If you bought the pack, which includes six whiskies, then it's only 200 quid or give or take 250, was it? So you're getting like, you're getting your measure and more, by the way, because it'll be a 35 mil measure in, the, or, you know, in, in there. And then you're getting an R5. You're getting your five uh, whiskeys, you know. So yeah. here, madness. We're, we're, look, we, 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 we're opening these bottles because they need to be drunk. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, the, that's the main thing. Yeah. The, I suppose the thing for the, if, if they're, they're for the enthusiast, they're for the, the whiskey drinker. The, the festival is designed predominantly to introduce people to Irish whiskey. So there's a yeah. lot of introduction sets. There's a lot of, you know, getting to know whiskey uh, in, a, in a fun, enjoyable way. And again, cost effective for people. Um, we've got other things at the festival aren't just whiskey. We've got Armagnac. We've got some gin uh, stuff. Yeah, mezcal. We've got mezcal. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we've got wine and whiskey. So we're looking at the how, how wine and whiskey yeah. is paired together. We've got all these beautiful food pairings. I know Justin's gagging to try our donuts and whiskey <laughs> tasting. We've got yes. donuts and whiskey, chocolate and whiskey, cheese and whiskey, ribs and whiskey, or ribs yeah. and bourbon. But, you know, having just having so much different type of uh, events to allow people to to, to try whiskey, have a, have a bit of fun, and it is a festival with music and comedy. We've got pre-recorded. We've got some headline acts. In fact, I was just off the phone uh, today just confirming one of our headline acts who's really big in, in country music down south and uh, you know in, in, in the southern part of Ireland uh, and she is 100% guaranteed to, to, to headline this year um, you know we're you know we're just we're just buzzing we're just buzzing to have that you know that type of I suppose that type of uh, person who wants to be involved in the festival like I mentioned last night like two big brands I'm super keen on being involved in this festival are from from Scotland they're, yeah. they're they're not necessarily from here, and I, again, I'm, I'm a champion of of the distilleries here. But to have Scotch Malt Whiskey Society take this seriously, yeah. To have Douglas Langs take this seriously, I I, I am I am blown away. I'm yeah. I'm John. Honestly, I I I I probably use the word like um, I probably use it quite a lot because you know I, I actually do feel humbled. And I yeah. genuinely do feel humbled. Like there's not there's not another word other than that because you know it's it makes you feel yeah. Oh, do you know what? It's no. how, it how, how you how you how you can be put into that kind of perspective, you know, and you rightly say at the very start, Marty, this is this is our third year. Yeah. We have plans for next year. We've already we have our dates for next year, we have our venues for next year nearly sewn up, you know, we have uh, and, and we have our big plans for next year because we want it to be a huge, big physical festival. So <laughs> it's it's something that is growing, but it's something that, like I'm witnessing right now, watching so many people interact with the festival, which is which has been very, very humbling, genuinely. No, you deserve, but I mean, you deserve all the plaudits you get, mate. Because I, I mean, oh, you are, no. you are, but I mean, you're hugely energetic. I mean, it's, you, you, I mean, you're you're you do the bulk of the work, and I I know that, and. Uh, there's loads of other people help you out and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, as you have been the driving force, you've been the face of it, you've done pretty much everything from day one, and you do deserve all the, all the products you get. You really do. Okay, that's very kind. I want to yeah. like. I'll be honest. I I mean, I might do a wee bit of the work. I might maybe do like five or six percent of it. But there's guys, right? There's guys out there, and I'm going to say this. So Johnny from Studio Stereo, so Johnny does all of our design work. I mean, I might come up with some mad inspirational ideas yeah he does all of our design work he does every single bit of it that's that looks, box that looks pretty cool now that looks cool yeah you know? that looks cool so looks he's cool. all he's all about our, our boxes this year uh he does everything in design for us um all the, i mean all the physical writing everything i mean anything that's been written has all been me but i mean he just like puts into beautiful pdfs and he puts into beautiful you know uh packaging which is great but yeah. and then we've got some other people. I mean, I want to give a big shout out to Niall, who, uh, you know, and well, we had a great IT team last year, and they were all absolutely fantastic. And Niall's helped out this year as well. And it wasn't for people like I'm not very good when it comes to IT, but when we've got a, an IT guy who can literally make things easier for me, like I might, I might come up with some really random ideas, 
and all of a sudden he's ah, I don't <laughs> I'm not an yeah. IT person, yeah, I just yeah. know how to press the buttons. Right, uh, but I don't that's, that's, that's the key but, fundamental difference, Justin. It's, it's key having someone that can do that. And then we've got like we've got a beautiful wee team of people who are who are working hard behind the scenes. So Grace and Louise, um, we've got Gronya, Stuart who's who, who's coming on board, Michael. There's a lot of them, but these guys are they're very keen to support the festival, get it working, get it happening. But um, I you know what? It, it, it would never work if it wasn't for those people. Like I, I mean, there's there's so much I can do, and then I need yeah. I need support. There's yeah. no doubt I need help. No man is an island. No man is an island, Paul. But, but the thing is, yeah, I mean, you're the face. You've, I mean, you've been the driving force really from day one. And you know, they say you do need you do need your your plaudits for that. But right. what what you've what you've ended up where it is now is has been fabulous, and it's going to be a fabulous event. And when it gets back to being physical, I mean, it's going to be. Absolutely, a nailed on event the whole way through in Belfast, and something that tourists can come to, and it's just going to get bigger and, do you know what? and bigger. Do you know what? See, for the tourist market, I mean, look, everyone loves a festival. What I don't get about local people, and I found it myself, like, I mean, obviously, being Scottish, I mean, in Scotland, we've got some fantastic festivals. And where I'm from in Scotland, a lovely little place just outside, of, just outside a lovely little town called Lanark. And we have a we have a festival there once a year called Laminers, and it's absolutely brilliant. It takes its roots, you know, uh, for hundreds of years. It's been around for a long, 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 long time. And uh, Justin was there the first year he held it. <laughs> I can imagine here. Imagine, but it it's one it's one of those places, which you know, medieval stuff. I mean, la, Laminers oh, would, have right back, would have gone right back. And yeah. do you know what? See, because it was on my doorstep, I would have gone to it as, a, as you know, as a as a as a child, as a teenager, and yeah. through into my early adulthood, I would have loved to have gone, and that and that's exciting, and that would have excited me. And what I don't get sometimes is when people don't see what's on their doorstep, yeah. Because actually, also when I go traveling, if I go somewhere, I want to take part in the the, the local festivals. I want to get take part in the local events, and it doesn't like. I'll give you a prime example. I ended up in uh, Brest, just off the, the Brittany coast, and yeah. um, went into Brest, sailed into Brest, and uh, jumped off the ship. And the first thing that I wanted to do was take part in whatever was on the go. And there was a music festival and food festival on at the same time. And it was the, it was the first place I ever tried uh, horse meat. So I had a horse kebab. No, well, and you know it wasn't. You know it was. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not. But, you know what I mean? It was, it was, I, you know, but, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, in Belfast, we've got festivals. We've got some absolutely fantastic yeah. festivals. And a lot of times people, local people, don't really buy into it. They don't really get it. But it's on, you know, it's in their city. It's on their doorstep. Freaking get involved because it's there. It's yours. Belongs to you. And, and Belfast Whiskey Week, belongs to the people of Belfast. I, I, you know, I might be making it happen, but it actually belongs to the people of Belfast. But, you know, it's their, their festival. That's why it's called Belfast Whiskey Week. It could be called anything, and it could be anywhere. It, this could be done anywhere, really. Mm. But we're making it about Belfast. We're making it about the, the history and the heritage and the legacy and the absolutely fantastic opportunity that Belfast has to put itself right back on a world stage when it comes to whiskey. So let's make that happen. And, and you know, yeah. I... I and I'm and I'm buzzing for I'm yeah. generally buzzing for the tourists who can come here next year, who can come here and see, and taste and have fun, and do and do the touristy thing, which is you know take part yeah. in all those little events, go and see all the distilleries we have on our doorstep. So those tours that will leave Belfast to go to Bushmills, that will leave to go to Ecklenville and leave to go to Hinge and Copeland, you know, yeah. and Shortcross, then what you know. You know why wouldn't you make that you know trip to Belfast Absolutely. to do that? And, you know? and the thing about it is, we get if when I was asked on Thursday, Thursday was there was a cruise ship arrived at Belfast, the first one in almost two years, yes. and I I done a tour out of it, and it, we're standing at Stormont, and I'm berating the politicians over here, just they're how useless they all are, right? And God love them. God love them. Oh, I God love them because they need sympathy, right there. All anyway, so this woman turned around, she says to me. She says, is it true enough there's food shortages in Northern Ireland? 
I says, do I look like I'm hunkered? I says, no. No. And this is the perception. People get the perception of what this place is like oh, from what they watch in the news. And Belfast, all around the whole place, down the north coast, down in Hinch and all these places, the people are as friend, the friendliest people in the world. They're the nicest. And any time I'm doing it, or I see myself as an ambassador for the place, to yeah. tell people, tell people, listen, don't believe the nonsense. Don't believe the news. Don't believe any of that. It's a brilliant place to be. And the festival... No, we don't. We don't you know what we don't have? We don't have a food shortage, right? No. But we've got we've got a talent shortage. You know, our, our talent goes elsewhere. It doesn't yeah. come back. Do you know, we want to talk about real things. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've got a political, we've got a political freaking stalemate, which is causing us to have real issues when it comes to business. Yep. The business can't function. Do you know what I mean? Let's talk about real stuff. You know, exactly. Northern Ireland is Northern Ireland's in a pickle. Do you know what Northern, I mean? Ireland, not, Northern not, Ireland could be the single best place to do business in the whole of Europe. Oh, we'd love it. If anybody in politics could be bothered to look Listen, after the people. You know, I'm, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, 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 I have to say this because it is I mean it affects Every every business I'm involved in, it doesn't matter what business mm-hmm. I have. Be it, listen, I'm going to give some shout outs to some of the stuff. You know, it's the dental practice. You know, what I mean, it, has it been screwed over? Yes, big time. Is the NHS dentistry being screwed over at the moment? Yes, yeah. big time. Get it freaking sorted, or at some point we're going no NHS dentistry. Second of all, soccer, football. My my little football team, you know, Belfast Celtic, have had two seasons now cancelled, not yeah. able to play football. What's going on here? Let's mm-hmm. make this, you know, let's make this work properly for everyone. Yeah. I mean? And then, and then, look, the, the, what we're doing here in terms of, uh, you know, hold, hold on, the film industry. Some of the film industry has managed to function. That's perfectly fine. But see all the little indie films, all the very small productions. Well, they've not been able to fund. You know, the, the, the funding hasn't come through for those. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, that needs to be resolved. And there, then they're what filming Dungeons and Dragons down the road for me. Aye, because that's, that's on a shoestring budget, that one. Uh, <laughs> look, they, yeah. they're, they're on big bucks. I'm talking about the ones that, are, that rely on local funding and rely on you know local businesses to make things like that work. And it's just... And, and, and you know what? We just need stability, political yeah. stability, that allows people to function, to get jobs done, to get it right. Okay. And here, you know, we, we, we just need that. And it comes down back to the whiskey. As you said on your talk last night, and it was fabulous to hear, whiskey, whiskey was massive, massive That's industry fair. in Belfast. And whenever whenever you read all the literature, they talk about the linen, they talk about shipbuilding, mm-hmm. they talk about tea, and they talk about whiskey never gets a mention. And the thing I've is... Never, I, I've never, Marty, I've never, I mean, like I've been around... Belfast and I have I've been here for over twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never once seen a, you know as much inf- information about whiskey as as, <laughs> as I do then about as I do about the Titanic. And we're we're, we're well no. we're well we're well versed. I mean, if you don't know anything about the Titanic, you have not lived in the last. <laughs> I mean, because the, the Titanic and the history of the Titanic is thrown down your throat. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a very interesting history, and it's a beautiful history, and it's a beautiful story, and it conjures up uh, such a romance, such a you know, a, you know, a sorrow, such a you know, such such love and and and, and hope and everything else. Yeah. However, however, why are we not celebrating other things that are super super positive? Well, so, hold on, know, I'm, I'm going to tell him. I've got to tell him a Titanic joke. I've got to do my Titanic joke. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Right. okay. See, the Titanic was all right when it left Belfast. So, some people blame the English sea captain. Some people blame the Scottish navigator. But I blame that Canadian iceberg, Jordy Burke. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It is funny. In uh, Canadian but, French, it would be. But you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. Like, you know, we, we, we do. Well, look, Belfast has a beautiful history of lots of different things. You know, mm-hmm. it's an innovative, a very innovative city. Very innovative, but whiskey was and 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 again historically you can go and check this and fact check it. When when whiskey was produced here in Belfast, you had major distilleries and mm-hmm. major distilling, Absolutely. and that major distilling per cap per per head per employee was producing more money than any of the other industries in Belfast, and that says it all. Well, one you know, of the things it, it, Dunville's Dunville's was. Supplying the Scottish industry, Dunville's 
were yes. they had the column. They were saying that in Scotland they supplied their Scottish distilleries because they that's couldn't correct. make enough. That's correct. And do you know what? There's I mean, there's some beautiful wee wee stories about how you know Hague's Hague's whiskey in, in Scotland might have one point have had you know Irish whiskey poured into it because yeah. there was that much whiskey from you know from 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 here going to going to Scotland. And uh, okay, do you know there's a lot of that. And we, but do you know what? Just as a nation, we just don't talk about it enough. Irish whiskey is talked about. And it's talked about predominantly as a southern product and bushmills. Yeah. And I think that I think that needs to change. You know, we need to we need a new narrative. We need to now start talking about um, Belfast as being specifically at one point the, the whiskey capital of the world. It needs to re- reverse that backwards. Yeah. And and we now look at we now look at and here for all the people in County Down, you guys in County Down must be buzzing. You're sitting yeah. there with all these distilleries. There's more. There's more distilleries in County Down than around Dublin. Yeah. You know, you are the mecca of Irish whiskey. Why? You know, we should be celebrating. I want everyone in County Down to buy a pack for the whiskey week and just come and have crack and revel in the fact Absolutely. that you know, you've got that. Because here, that's something to be very, very proud of. Like yeah. super proud. You know. No, I'm only joking. You don't have to buy a pack. I was only playing. But listen, just just get involved. You know, get for, involved. For, yeah, Hold on, do we need, need to talk about something else with him? A, a, a fifth sense or something like that? I, we're, we're, I was going to, but we're half an hour over because every time we start talking to Paul, we go over. If you tune Sorry. in next week, we'll, no, don't listen, no, no problem at all, my friend. But if you tune in next week, we'll do what I was going to do tonight later on. Did, I, did, I, did I mess up? Did I mess no, up? No, 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 I no, thing, no, no. I had a wee no. thing planned that I thought to myself, we'll do this because I read an interesting article during the week. And I thought this 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 would be a nice one, but we'll just save it for next week. So if you want to know what we're going to do this week, save it for next week. Keep you right. in sus- You're keep making you- me tune in next week. I like that. You're making we'll me keep tune you in, in suspense. Right. I want to know what the glass looks like. I want to know what the glass looks like. No one's going to know. Listen, listen. Here, some people are really nice. They've they've they've, they've really you know they as I say, there's been a lot of people who've got into this festival and just gone with it. You Understand, we're going to do something cool. You see that two glass, glass that I left behind. That is a far better glass than that Glencairn. Far, far, far well, better. Thank you. Very kind. Well, the new glass, the new glass, we've got the the tooth, the branded uh, clear tooth glass, and that's beautiful. And everyone who gets an induction pack will get that. People with master classes will get that. People with a bonus box will get that. But there's another glass. Mm. Is it a cocktail glass? Is it a cocktail glass with an umbrella, Paul? Tell me. Do you know, we're doing co- we're doing cocktails. Listen, we're doing some work with the guys from the um, cocktail keg company. Yes, we you know the the, the, the lads there. Mm-hmm. And listen, we're excited to do that. We're going to have some cocktails with uh, Boatyard. Also, they're doing some cocktails for the festival. Um, cocktails are great, absolutely great. A cocktail glass, interesting. Look. We shall, we, we shall, uh, we shall, we shall see, we shall see. Sparklers I, and all. I, I, I can't eat my bananas. I leave my bananas out on Saturday night for the hedgehog because they love them. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, it's mad. I tell you, you wouldn't have heard crap he was coming out way last night in the car and the way I home. can imagine. He was, you know, he, you know, it looked like he enjoyed his food. I mean, the food was good. I mean, these guys are oh. local. Chefs are great. You know, we, we say, listen, here's some whiskey. Make me something special, uh, and they are—they are wonderful. Absolutely. Well, wonderful. all I'd say is this: I had to listen. Would you stop at McDonald's on the way home? No right? way. No, I'm not stopping at McDonald's. I gave Please. you beef carpaccio. I gave you, you know, smoked salmon. Uh, oh, no. I, 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 I like the good stuff, but I like you want, you want McDonald's. I like uh, the good stuff, and I like the cheap stuff too. There's nothing no. wrong with McDonald's. Paul, all the farms Paul. are up there in Brown Valley Castle for McDonald's. Paul, Delicious on stuff. A, you know, whenever you're drunk. That's what you ever you want. Ah, well, give us a kebab. Give us a kebab. Give me a th- That was him last night. Can we please stop at McDonald's? No. You're please, winding no. him up. I'm sorry. That's true. Genuinely true. For about listen. 15 minutes, I had to listen to that on the way home. And it's your Bro, fault, by the way. It's your fault, by the way. I right, blame me. That's it. Knack the whole lot of them. Knack the whole lot of them. Drunk as a skunk. Blame <laughs> me, indeed. I'm sorry. Thank you. Listen. Thanks very much for last night. Thanks for coming on tonight. It's always great to speak to you, buddy. And uh, oh, you. we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Very kind. You guys are absolutely uh, darlings. Honestly, genuinely, thank you very much. I really appreciate that's, it. That's All right. Here. Enjoy the rest of your weekend down the, oh. down the North Coast. All right. Yes.
All right, buddy. Take care. Good Take night. Care. Good night. Good night. Now, what do you think of that, Marty? Excellent. We've got, to give, we've got to give people a mention here before we go. I was trying to find my little hedgehog video to show you the hedgehogs, oh. right? Uh, let me see what people are saying. Frank Hearn is saying, excellent once again. Many thanks for another great show. Uh, I, had a, what, I, had a, I have a nice thing lined up for tonight. We'll do it next week. Okay. Yeah. Nice uh, thanks to Justin Murray. I've learned so much about whiskey. And now, Paul, really looking forward to Belfast Whiskey Week. Uh Connor is saying he forgot about this. Well, you can always watch it replay <laughs> on YouTube. It's the easiest place to find it. Irish Whiskey Review. Uh, Mark Kerr is saying, thanks, Paul. Uh, great show. Uh, James and Mara Doctor saying, great show. Jordy Burke saying, thanks, Paul. Uh, Linda Cox is saying, thanks, Paul. And uh, Sean McLennan is saying, thanks, Paul. Okay. Uh, Mark Stephen is saying, uh, Connor, uh, if you haven't got a McConnell's Indotation set, get one. There you go. Uh, Michael Mashes, well done uh, for, for one man. Great show. Thanks, lads. Yeah, Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. We'll call it a wrap because I, then I can uh, make it. I can make Paul into a one-hour show for Instagram then. So that'll, <laughs> that'll do fantastic. All right. All good right, night. Wait, wait and get your McDonald's. I'm away to get my McDonald's. All right.